What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. And I'm Chevy. A couple quick reminders that we're getting towards the end of the month, so make sure to download and play Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront II. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back, I think, like in a week to talk about those games. We're going to talk about them. Let us know your opinions. We'll let you know our opinions as well and our game of the month that I have spelt in my... Uh, uh, phone as GAMS of the month uh, nice. is Divinity Original Sin 2, which is picked by Chris. It is a turn-based RPG, and it's a game you can sink a lot of time into. So make sure to do that soon so we can talk about that on Game of the Month. We'll have a extensive conversation on the game, I'm sure. There's a lot of stuff that can happen in the game, so there's a lot to talk about. Look forward to that. Type in hashtag AskTLG if you'd like your comment to be considered for TastyCast. We have a segment where we read your comments, we reply to them, and if you want that to happen, type in hashtag AskTLG. Otherwise, I pick at random, so if I don't read your comment and you're like, what the fuck? It's because you didn't type that in. You should type that in if you want us to read it. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel even further than liking, commenting, sharing and all that stuff watching the videos which is appreciated everything's appreciated thank you very much also i just want to say uh our cyberpunk video hit 100,000 views uh before the release of cyberpunk 2077 which was my goal i was like it'd be cool if that hit 100,000 views before then it did that's fucking crazy that so crazy thank you everybody who's watched that video a large um portion of our community came from that video uh so um you know, we're in the video. It's our video. We're in it. But uh, we owe that video a lot when it comes to this community's growth. So it's so cool to see that in 2020, people are still watching that video to a point where I'm watching it just go up every week. Yeah, it's crazy. People still comment on it. And just the idea. I know, like, there's big YouTubers out there, 100,000 nothing. But 100,000 interactions on anything. I mean, you're really you're viewing it through a weird lens if you don't think it's a lot i really it blows my mind so sure. i just want to say thank you to everybody who interacts uh you know with our content and has viewed that video or any of our videos it's 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 amazing so thank you um yeah so tasty tuesday we got two bits of news to talk about both are kind of disappointing but interesting bits of news so uh, let's just jump into it all right so uh the first one i'm gonna try to make short as possible but there's a lot to read here so um the the actual news here is Mixer is officially um, ending service as of, I believe, uh, mid-July. and Right around the corner. The, yeah, there's uh, a lot in there. So first and foremost, uh, this kind of just got dropped on everybody, including their content creators. Um, so no one really knew what was happening, uh, except for, I'm sure, the people at Mixer. And the next part of this, which is... Um, Facebook Gaming, which Mixer is going to be partnering with um, to bring their streaming services over to Facebook and um, partnering closely with the Xbox ecosystem, including uh, Game Pass and Project X Cloud and more, as they word it. For people who are on Mixer, uh, there you have a bunch of steps if you decide to come over to Facebook Gaming. Um, if you're a partner, you will get partner status if you apply for it, um, and they have a link available to do that. Streamers participating in open monetization program will also be granted eligibility for Facebook's Facebook Gaming's Level Up program, which also has a link that you can do. Um, Mixer viewers can connect their Mixer account, and Facebook Gaming will show Facebook pages with all available Mixer channels you follow so that you can easily find them on Facebook. 
Uh, we encourage all Mixer viewers to spend the remaining embers and sparks. I imagine you will not be able to purchase them anymore. And this also helps support your streamers here at the end of uh, Mixer's life. Um, any outstanding Ember balance will be converted into, and Mixer Pro subscription, sorry, will be turned into Xbox gift cards. Um, as a thank you for engagement on the platform, the Mixer service uh, will run through July 22nd. There's the actual date. After that, Mixer.com will redirect to Facebook or FB.GG, uh, which is Facebook's desktop home for gaming. Uh, the only other thing I want to add to this, which is not in this article, is uh, has to do with the big uh, uh, streamers that they they paid for essentially like to use the Me. examples of uh, ninja and um, shroud uh, they are actually being released from their contract and are allowed to pursue anything uh, they want to at this point uh, they are being offered you know to come to Facebook as well but they do not have to do that so thoughts <laughs> when you said ninja remind me of an ewok you're like ninja. <laughs> um, this there's a lot to this, in my opinion. Um, I don't even know where to fucking start because I, I'm just gonna get this out there. I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook. It's my least favorite social media site outside of Tumblr, and I hate Twitter. But I use Twitter a lot. But I fucking hate it. It's like a necessary evil, in my opinion. But Facebook is so not appealing to me at all i don't want to interact with it i don't want to use it i essentially keep it as a as a fucking phone book essentially if i need to get a hold of somebody that i don't have uh you know their number i fucking i'll set them up on facebook but that almost never happens i'm just like always so ready to just fucking get rid of my facebook um i know a lot of people are on the same page so the idea that they're going to facebook sucks for me personally it doesn't suck for them personally though because facebook has over two billion people on it it's a lot of fucking people on the planet. That's a huge gateway that they're that they're gaining access to. And Facebook has been for years now trying to make it more and more easy to access other people's content, uh, whether that's just like a random post or whatever via, you know, being able to search that stuff up. I mean, those are features I don't even use on Facebook. I probably should utilize them, but I don't because I'm still used to the old school. It's just being, a you know, within your friend group social platform and it's so beyond that i mean they got the dating as aspect of it they got fucking uh being able to buy locally from people aspect. like there's all sorts of shit to that that whole thing that they're really trying to make like their own little fucking society on facebook um so it's smart for mixer as a company to merge with them to gain access to that it is disappointing though because I think Mixer is a better streaming platform than YouTube easily, and I think it rivaled Twitch uh, when it came to its um, functionality and quality. Uh, obviously, didn't rival it when it came to the people using it, but I know a lot of people who are really happy with it, and I've heard that the community was actually pretty healthy. So this must be, and I was saying this on a stream that I did uh, earlier today. Make sure to watch. I got two streams out today uh, or yesterday. Make sure to watch those if you want to see uh, my reactions on a bunch of shit that happened last week. Um, but we're talking about it, and uh, it's smart for these two to come together, though, because Microsoft is no stranger to merging with people and growing like cancer. Um, Facebook has a huge pool of people uh, that it, it has access to. And so if you're a streaming company and you're, uh, or at least a department of a company for streaming, um, and you're trying to rival Twitch, which already got the, the head start, it makes sense to merge with someone who has 
a bigger pool of people to potentially get you to interact with that. So that part makes complete sense. And I also think it's interesting that they're partnering. Um, some people were saying like Mixer is essentially dying and it's dying as a standalone thing, but it is, it sounds like it's moving to Facebook, which I think is the, the best case scenario in this for me, even though I'm not, I'm, I'm less inclined to want to use this because Facebook is that they take everything that made Mixer Mixer and they just move that to Facebook. I think, and we talked about this, I'm going to give credit to one of our community members, Psycho. He said this as well. It would be smart for them to just keep it called or maintain calling it Mixer just on Facebook be like a, a section of Facebook that just says Mixer. Keep the same fucking logo, all that shit. That'd be really smart. Click on it. That's their gaming portal. It doesn't sound like they're going to do that with FBGG or whatever because they already have their thing. But they got to really bring over some of the stuff that made Mixer Mixer because Mixer was on a really good track of being like a great alternative. I know a bunch of people. I know you used Mixer. You prefer to use Mixer sometimes over other um, streaming platforms. I don't really watch streamers, so I'm not, I'm not the demographic. It didn't, yeah, I didn't really use to watch a lot of people, but I just, as an interface, it was very clean, yeah. which I really liked. Um, I think Twitch is very um, cluttered. So. Yeah, some of the new updates, I look at how to edit my streams information, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, so um, that's my biggest complaint there. Um, mm. So it, it, it just seemed more uh, inviting. Plus, I, and this isn't against Twitch, because Twitch is also really good, but the quality is, was just really good on on both those platforms yeah. you already mentioned that youtube is bleh well when it comes to that so i actually stream at pretty high quality and i see it on youtube and you can't tell yeah it sucks because like yeah, my computer can handle a pretty decent stream i could probably turn it up yeah but sometimes i look at it on youtube and i'm like well, what the fuck's the point because yeah. that's where it's going to be saved i mean you can watch them on twitch but my community's here so like and they're probably going to watch it people who don't watch the stream are going to watch it here and when it exports over it looks like shit and when it's streamed here it looks like shit here being youtube um in case you're listening to this um it sucks because mixer put in the fucking work to have this high quality stream with twitch and yeah. for people like me who can have a higher quality hd stream it gets kind of wasted on platforms that can't handle that that's you know that's one of the reasons why i'm just kind of like ah, kind of sucks that they're they're doing something but that's one of the reasons i'm also just like saying like i hope they can maintain maintain as much of mixer as possible in this transition um yeah so like i said best case scenario for me is that they they maintain as much as mixer as possible moving over to facebook um keep a lot of their same systems keep a lot of the same quality uh kind of i hope facebook just kind of lets microsoft handle this um in this partnership and just gives them access because in the perfect scenario that would allow mixer to have a, a bigger pool to draw from mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to potential users it's it's like almost adopting a whole new user base and hopefully bringing over they're obviously going out of their way to try and make the transition simple mm -hmm. which is good if you're gonna do this make it as easy as possible because you'll lose someone like me easily if you're like okay move over here you want to come over here no not really yeah not really i was comfortable so um the you know it's gonna be difficult for someone like me but for a lot of people who might have really enjoyed what they what they were doing uh, with Mixer. If they can maintain a lot of that over there, I can see people wanting to trans, uh, transfer over easily. Um, now, when it comes to the big streamers, that's a tricky one because Mixer made some big moves when it came to sniping some of the streamers from Twitch over to Mixer. It was big news. We talked about it on, on the channel, and even though I don't watch Ninja or Shroud, um, it, it would be stupid for me not to comment on it because they're big personalities and mm -hmm. they got famous on Twitch and uh, 
and Mixer's like, hey, come over here. And they did. And they a amassed that check, I'm sure. Yeah, huge check. And they amassed, uh, you know, their communities over there. And um, uh, for this to just be dropped, I know we're not only for us, but for also for them, it really seems like they just got told out of the blue, too, because their responses seem to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do because their contracts ended. Because I'm sure when they signed those contracts, they didn't say, hey, well, if we move over to Facebook, you're coming with us. I'm sure they didn't plan for it. So yeah. um, they got a lot to plan on. Like, do are they going to go over to Facebook? Do they agree with Facebook as a, a company and their policies? Um, there's a lot to it. Uh, do they go back to Twitch? That's kind of awkward. Or, or does uh, Google snipe them next? Because sure. Google is also paying for streamers at this point. So Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, it's it, there's a lot to it, um, which is really interesting. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. And I understand from their perspective, how this could kind of be difficult because everything's kind of got flipped upside down. It's really weird. Um, you know, it kind of, it cancels their contracts with a uh, mixer cause Mixer's not going to exist. So they got to figure out where they want to go. And I'm glad they are offering them a way over to Facebook. Uh, but again, like I said, if I was them and I was happy on mixer and they're like, Hey, you're coming to Facebook. I'd be like, I don't really like Facebook. I don't want to be the Facebook streamer. Um, so I get that aspect. Uh, I feel like it's tricky too, though, because like, you know, when we're talking about these guys, we're talking about uh, businessmen at this point. Sure. And uh, what's the monetization? Uh, it on changes Facebook? everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. So yeah, what do they make on Facebook? How much of the ad revenue do they get? What? And I haven't used Facebook um, gaming. In fact, I should just at least check it out. So I'm not so ignorant on it. I've, I've been, cause I, when I stream, I multi-stream and I stream on four different platforms now, we'll soon to be just four again. But, um, if Mixer's going over there, I might have to start streaming on Facebook, but I don't want to stream to my personal Facebook. Yeah. And you can stream to Facebook right now, but you have to yeah. you, the way you do it with uh, restream. You have to have premium restream for Facebook for some reason. Um, do you? It's in there. One, I just made a restream recently mm-hmm. to, to check it out, and yeah, that was that option was specifically not available. Um, though Steam was available, which was kind of interesting, so I set up my Steam one, but I don't, mm. yeah, I don't know. Let's look into that, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm not actively streaming, I don't have my PC will catch on fire, but um, <laughs> uh, that being said, like, yeah, it, it does, it is gonna be interesting to see, like, how does. Because it's something you saw, you know, between uh, at least Mixer and, and Twitch was like they both had uh the the bits or the the ember and stuff like that they both had subscription based uh stuff you could also set up your own donations and whatnot they had integration with stuff like Streamlabs. so you know how good does this all work with facebook or are we all like completely starting from scratch so those are big business decisions to make for sure so. and at the end of the day this makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways i also don't like it um just because i really i'm really not a fan of facebook yeah. Like, I'm not just saying like, eh, I'm not really, I don't really use it. Like, I don't like Facebook. Yeah. I don't think it's a good company. I don't like, uh, what they're doing with, uh, with Facebook by essentially making all this money off of data. I know a lot of other companies are doing that as well, but that's literally Facebook's fucking, uh, business model is to siphon your data and sell it. And, uh, I think they have way too much, um, influence on, uh, social and political things like Twitter and, uh, I think it's really unhealthy. So the idea of like going over to Facebook for gaming stuff is just so unappealing to me. Um, so yeah, it would just have to be really amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got to offer something. So like that's what I'm saying. If they want this to work, if they want to get people excited. They gotta give Microsoft 
I don't know if Microsoft even wants to. Maybe this is easier for them to go, okay, well, Facebook will take care of it now. Um, we're just going to give them you know, our technology or, or uh, work with them to, to kind of make their streaming more like ours, what ours was. Um, I don't know, but um, it's got to have something because I just, the, the, there is zero, there's an, it's, it, that's an understatement. There's fucking, it, it, there's no appeal at all for me on this. It, it literally kind of makes me, it pushes me away a bit. Uh, with the idea, which really sucks because I already said this, but I, I think Mixer was a really good platform mm. um, that could have got uh, a couple things uh, done better, I guess, uh, to to support that platform better. But um, if this is the route they're going, I also understand why they're doing it. Uh, it makes complete sense. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I really just don't. I don't want to just be like Facebook streaming, gaming, GG, or the fuck that, that they got going on right now and with a couple things like just hoping to bring the users from Mixer over. I hope Microsoft just didn't just sell the opportunity to bring people from Mixer over to up the numbers at, at Facebook. Um, I hope they are actually going to bring something in this merger that will make this experience not only a good experience for the people who might potentially use it, but something that can actually compete with Twitch. If they're not planning on doing that, I have zero interest in that because there's already a platform that that does what it does well and it'd be i would love to see competition with twitch because i think twitch does like does some really shady shit too when yeah. it comes to the rules letting certain people break them and other people not it's fucked up which is nothing new in 2020 when it comes to fucking social media but um they're really bad about it so there needs to be some there needs to be fucking competition for them and if mixer is going to disappear into facebook and they don't have the fucking ambition to rise to the challenge of trying to combat fucking twitch i mean it's up to youtube and they're just kind of scooting by with uh yeah you can stream here if you want yeah say google's kind of a weird one anyways because they they like have the fingers in every little pie but they never seem to go full bore with anything unless like it's you know maps or their search engine yeah yeah for sure so uh they just are listening to everything you say and sell it to you yeah uh, that's their business model but yeah they have a bunch of other you know things that exist but it seems like a lot of times they're like they're just functional and that's about it mm-hmm. and uh and youtube is in a weird place too because it's such an old website um <laughs> it seems like anytime they try to do a fix it's like a bandage and then they recently recently uh they changed the whole like editor studio and even that's still not done like they're still working on that so like, yeah it's really they—they're not going to be the best example of someone who's going to be good competition. So someone really who has money, obviously, who can build something from the ground up again, has to come in there, and not just as competition for Twitch, but also for competition to YouTube because you—that's still a struggle uh, as well. There's all these you know names that used to exist, and most of them like no one goes to them anymore. So yeah, I don't know. Um, as far as like this specific story goes, though, I mean, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I'm not a huge fan of Facebook. I'm not really interested to go over there to watch gaming content. I only watch like two streamers, both on Twitch. Um, two more than me. So, um, and that's just because the community for Final Fantasy 14 is non-existent on Mixer because it, Mixer, uh, though I liked as a platform was attached to Microsoft. So it just automatically assumed it is a Xbox property, even though you can stream PC and PS4 games on there. For sure. They did kind of advertise it though, as um, linked with Xbox too. Yeah. And so it, that there's some games that just don't thrive on there. And so that game in particular, 
works better on Twitch. And so I, I watch a couple people on there. Um, but yeah, I'm not huge on the ecosystem of, of like watching streamers and stuff like that. But I did enjoy just the, I don't know, everything about Mixer was just so modern looking. And, uh, and Twitch is going to run into a lot of things like YouTube does, where it looks like bandages are being slapped on constantly. So and no, nothing. Twitch and YouTube streaming yeah. are both built off of old foundations that yeah. didn't plan on being what they are today. Yeah. Mixer started where they got to. So it was it was designed well from the beginning. Yeah, though I will give Twitch credit the the quality once again is there. Yeah, for sure. You get really good uh, quality streams off there, and um, they offer a lot of you know monetization uh, things for their, their creators. Um, so I mean that is good and follow those strict rules. They only sure, apply to some people. Sure, um, but you know people can actually make a living on there. So that's. That's great to see. Um, yeah, it's weird. It, it rivals YouTube in a weird way because they're not they're not the same. Yeah. One's for streaming, one's for video. But um, there's like a whole other demographic of people that are like YouTubers, except for they're on Twitch. Exactly, Twitch streamers. Like they, it almost seems like they're two different like alien worlds. Well, and at first, like it was kind of weird because they at first it was just gaming, and then they started opening up other categories because they just want to be a live streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, that seems to have worked because one of the biggest ones I see on there that's always in the top is just chatting, so just hanging out with people. I did that today when I was when I was fucking streaming. I uh, yeah. a couple of things I was reacting to was just me talking with the community for hours. Yeah, and that seems to be a very popular category on Twitch. So, in fact, if I was going to stream more often, I would probably start, maybe end my streams just like that. Because I, I tend to do that when I play games anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just stop and start talking with people because mm-hmm. I like talking with people. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I'm just going to you know finish up with this. It sucks. I liked Mixer. Um, I am curious what's going to happen Me with too. Facebook gaming, but I'm yep. not optimistic. Yep. Um, and right now, as someone who toys with the idea of streaming and i'm and i you know and i'm sure with you uh it has to be amazing to even want to go there i mean at this point there's only really like technically one option but there's like two options if it's respectable and beneficial for me to stream over on facebook after this merger because right now it just doesn't seem like a a thing i I need to do or Mm want to do when it comes to streaming um i would definitely use restream to stream there as well to give people options i know some people who don't interact um, with stuff with Tasty Loot Gaming uh, as much as if I post over on Facebook. So there's some people who like that's their main thing. That's mm-hmm. their main social media platform. I forget that because I abandoned it. Yeah. So I, in my head, I'm like, it's dead. But like you look at the numbers, it's not. It's not fucking dead at all. Um, so it's stupid of me to not utilize it more. Um, you know, I view Twitter and YouTube and other things as more viable things. So um, if they can really kind of build an ecosystem, make they really got to make that section of, of Facebook streaming and gaming centric and friendly and not feel like Facebook, mm-hmm. which they they haven't done yet. So, I mean, I see people just kind of streaming to their personal uh, Facebook fucking page. And I'm like, who, who, who on Facebook is on Facebook and sees a stream and go, I'm going to sit here and watch this. I think there's only two ways to do it anyways. I think it has to be a personal or a fan page. Sure, stream. sure. And I, I would want to do it on the Taste of the Gaming page if I did. But then I look at that page and I'm like, this doesn't, this is still like an individual page where I got, like, I got to oh, go yeah, yeah. to the page to watch it there. And it's For not sure. just like, there's not like a page of all the streams happening. I'm sure there might be somewhere, but I haven't seen it. 
And that might be what that website is. I've never sure, been there. Sure. So. I've never been there either. Yeah. So that's the thing. Even if, if people watching this are familiar, like you just go to the Facebook gaming thing. As someone who's not actively looking for that, I've never really been invited to it. Yeah. I've never seen it. I haven't like, oh, and I click on it. Like, so when I go to Twitch, it's just there. You see all the streams happening. You're like, oh, where do I want to go today? Mm-hmm. Or you got the people you're going to watch. Or Mixer did the same thing. Or even YouTube. Suggested. If yeah. I look at my unsuggested, but also if I just go to my feed and someone who I watch is streaming, it's just in my feed. Yeah. Smart. Um, so it's inviting. I'm already on YouTube to watch videos. Oh, they're streaming. I'll click on it. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I go on there. I'm like, oh, God, what? What are people talking out of their ass about today? What fucking memes that were on Twitter a week ago are people showing Which each other on crazy Facebook? crazy because Instagram does it really well. What? Like being inviting to live. Sure. And I wish I could fucking stream to Instagram, which is weird because you can't. Yeah. You can stream on Instagram, but you can't externally stream to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could because I actually use my Instagram a lot. It's one of the only fucking social media platforms I don't bitch about. Yeah. Because it's still just what it is. It's pictures. People people just post pictures. Recently, it's a lot of people saying a lot of stuff but yeah. about just shit in the, in the world right now. But um, but for the most part, it's just people posting fucking like, I went here today. I went, did this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is fine. I can deal with this because it's, it's not annoying. But um, yeah, I wish I could stream there. It's it's Instagram just kind of assumes that you're going to fucking sit here with your phone and stream to people. And a lot of times it's just like you're at a show or something or you're at some event and you're like, look at what I'm doing. But you look at people watching. No one's watching it. So I wish they would. He flirted with that, that IGTV thing. So like I'm really confused. And yeah. I almost started using it because I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like I can format my videos. But I'm like, that's extra work, man. I'm already <laughs> fucking filled to the brim with fucking yeah. uh not being able to do extra shit with the channel because I'm already doing a lot with it. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'm so excited at the idea. I'm kind of going on a thing here and we need to just go to the next topic, but I'm so excited at the idea of somebody fucking rivaling YouTube, please, please somebody do it. I was hoping that IGTV would fucking have the infrastructure. It's Facebook to rival it. I wish Facebook would fucking go against it. You can upload videos on there, but again, their infrastructure is a social media. Let's share, uh, advertisements to each other format. And so it's not, it's not actually about community, um, specifically for these things. Um, and so nobody, nobody's really, the only person that could rival them is maybe Twitch, but they do what they do. They know what they do. They, they do streaming. You can upload videos to fucking Twitch, but it's not set up for that. So I wish somebody had the infrastructure and the money to fucking make something that could rival youtube when it comes to videos and stuff i was really hoping that igtv would do something like that but it's almost like a fucking second thought now i I sometimes will see somebody upload something to igtv or i'll put a video on my fucking instagram it's like you want to put this on igtv i'm like not really because no one's gonna watch it i'd rather just put it on my page someone will watch it and they might enjoy it and that's cool i feel like at this point um if anyone was gonna take a stab at it i think that the people who own tiktok would have a good chance just because they have so many users um but I just don't know if they have the money aspect. So or the want to do that because yeah. TikTok is TikTok. You yeah. go on there and everybody is fucking sitting there lip syncing and doing like weird little dances and stuff. And then people make fun of TikTok for years. And I'm like, TikTok's gonna be the next big thing. You wait and see. And a lot of those people are slowly starting to use TikTok and they're all doing the TikTok lip syncing dances and shit. So like it's literally like a fucking cult. So I don't know if TikTok's interested in like expanding outside of like this fun hey look at me lip syncing too i mean they oh, embrace I like live your, though i like your lip syncing let me try that too look at me lip syncing haha i like your lip syncing i'm gonna do that too 
That's TikTok. Although there's other things on there. Well, I'll say this. Most any newly converted though they all start doing it sure sure. they're all like i'm gonna start doing the weird like fucking i'll say most of my feed is puppies at this point so oh uh, yeah <laughs> i say give me a stand-up platform just offer me fucking puppies little yeah. nugs but uh they they embrace live was my whole point and they yeah. they do have a tipping system already implemented so like it seems like it'd be really easy for them to just let you connect externally yeah but like Instagram, they don't seem too interested in. Yeah, I mean, I'd be willing to. I mean, I'd be willing to stream on fucking everything at once. Um, I like the idea of that because then anywhere somebody feels comfortable the most, I can still catch my streams. Because yeah, yeah. I hate the idea of uploading to everything. It. it I wish there was a fucking uh, restream for uploading. I've already looked into it years ago. Maybe there's one now, but I wish there's just a way I could upload to one thing and it just goes here to everything. But we don't live in that future yet. It's not cyberpunk yet. <laughs> anything? Anything else you want to say on this? Nope, that was a tangent. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments. What do you guys think? First off, about the death of Mixer. What do you think about how severe that death is? Are we talking about the ultimate death of it or if things just changing and evolving? What do you think about it going over to Facebook? Uh, we feel about Facebook. You already heard our uh, long discussion on that. This, this topic was almost more about Facebook than it was about Mixer. Uh, rest in peace. Um, are you okay with that? Are you willing to transition over to Facebook from uh, Mixer? Is that something that seems like something you're open to? What do you hope they do with this merger? And um, yeah, are you just going to abandon it altogether? Are you willing to just go back to Twitch or you're on Twitch? You prefer that or do you watch on YouTube? Where is your uh, preferred platform for viewing videos but also streams? And uh, yeah, let us know. You'll be here the whole fucking conversation. Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Second bit of news is a bit of uh, more news that's kind of disappointing for some people. And that is, and I'm sure you already know, uh, because most of our community are fans of this uh, game and are anticipating it, Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed yet again. Um, I'm just going to jump into their um, their post that they put out addressing this, and then we will talk about it a bit. I also have uh, an interview with uh, somebody who works at CD Projekt Red who is going to talk about some of the things they have questions about this uh, delay. So they said, uh, we have decided to move the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 from September 17th, so close, so close, we almost got to it, to November 19th. That is September 17th to November 19th, which is the new date. Uh, they continue to say, those of you who are familiar with the way we make games know that we won't ship something which is not ready. Ready when it's done is not just a phrase we say because it sounds right. It's something we live by even when we know we'll take the heat for it. At the same time, we are fully aware that making such a decision costs us your trust and trading trust for additional time is one of the hardest decisions a game developer can make. What a great... Uh, observation and way to view this i've never seen a developer say it like that and they're right anyway um and despite we think it's the right decision for the game we'd still like to apologize for making a you wait longer our intention is to make cyberpunk 2077 something that we or that will stay with you for years to come in the end we hope you understand why we did what we did at the time we are writing the word cyberpunk 2077 is finished both content and gameplay wise that's really interesting the quests the cutscenes, the skills the items all the adventures night city has to offer it's all there but with such an abundance of content and complex systems interweaving with each other, we need to properly go through everything, balance game mechanics, and fix a lot of bugs. A huge world means a huge number of things to iron out. If you don't believe that, look at every Rockstar game. Um, those games are the peak of fucking AAA development, and they are riddled with bugs. Um, 
Huge number of things to iron out, and we will spend the additional time doing exactly that. This week, journalists from all over the world are starting to independently play the game. We are eager and quite stressed to hear this or hear their opinions as well as see your reactions when they publish their previews right after we air Night City Wire on the 25th of June, which is fucking right around the corner. We got to cover that. Uh, we hope this will satisfy some of your hunger for the game as we work to polish, I almost said Polish, um, which would be fitting, uh, it for the November launch. And that is from Marcin uh, Ivinsky um, and Adam Badowski. Um, before we get into the interview, uh, First off, I just got I just got hyped at the very end of that. I was like, "Oh shit. People are playing it. We're going to be getting like previews and talking about it again." Ooh, I got uh, ooh, I'm excited. There's a lot <laughs> of things I saw at E3 that I still haven't seen just put out into the public yet. I'm like, "Are we going to see that finally or are we going to see more that I haven't seen? Like fucking let's get this shit going." That'd be the ultimate way too. I'm kind of jumping already. That'd be the ultimate way to kind of like get people to forget about this delay. Oh yeah. And show them more stuff cuz we don't get a lot of no stuff from it though when they did show it was very long so sure yeah it was great it's the best video on this channel so far uh <laughs> when we reacted to it um so yeah what uh before we jump into questions that were asked of them about this uh, what do we think about the statement what do we think about the delay and uh what do we think about what they had to say about it i think they should have put the year in there because that could be scary <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't have to. They don't have to mean this year. It doesn't say twenty twenty. Um, I'm sure they mean November nineteenth, twenty twenty, twenty seventy seven. But whew, I don't even have to be around for that then. Yeah, I might be dead by then. Um, having said, I mean, I'm all for delays of games, especially uh, they're being very clear in their communication, specifically in the middle part of this letter where they literally say the game is done. It's yeah. bug. It's bug time. They they're getting mm-hmm. all the bugs out. So, um, and balancing, which that means there's the 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 worry of like constant delays kind of goes away at that point because they're not like building new things at this point. Yeah, uh, it's just playing the game and trying to break it constantly, which I'm sure is monotonous and really not that fun. But it's necessary. Uh, One of their quest structures are intricate. Yeah. You want to make sure that they work every time when people play it. Sure, because guaranteed. You know, you're gonna be selling tens of millions of copies. Yeah. And, oh, easy. Uh, that's a lot of people playing the game differently. Someone's gonna break it. <laughs> so uh, they don't have that many testers. <laughs> I can't even fucking fathom the frustration of having quests that have so many different options for everyone to do and make sure all those paths work and feel fulfilling and just actually work. Yeah, like there's no like the, there's got to be one where something doesn't quite work. Oh, the door doesn't open sometimes when you do the mission this way. Fuck T pose. Yeah, T pose. This guy's stuck in T pose because I <laughs> talked to him a certain way, and he's just like, "What'd you say?" And he goes to T pose. Like, whoa, big guns. Put it down. Don't fucking kill me, man. Um, because that shit's dangerous. Yeah. So I, I'm you know, and we say it all the time on the channel. Like delays are fine. They're better. They're better for the end product of the game, unless we're talking like years of delays, and then it gets really scary. But uh, or if you're just like, this is delayed indefinitely. Yeah. You're like, uh oh. That is yeah, such a bad way to say anything. Um, and not explain why. Yeah. And then um, you know, with we them half following the that up uh, with such a a soon upcoming preview of the game i mean that's hey i'm sorry but we're still gonna give you something they so. were planning on doing the nightwire thing before even fucking red city wire before they even announced this delay too 
So this isn't even really in conjunction with that. That's just like all at once. They're going like, hey, we're going to show some stuff. Also, we have to delay it again. And everybody's like, I'm yeah. confused. I'm, so. I'm excited, but also no. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure they planned this originally too because they had delayed it once already. So they wanted yeah. to. I'm sure they were like, there's this point here where you can show some stuff off. Well, and that's the great thing about this is they, they're aware that they are trading your trust for uh, putting more work into the game. Yeah. Uh, because every time you delay the game, people start getting demoralized. I was saying this in, the, in my stream earlier. Like the first delay, people go, oh, man. And the second one, they're like, uh oh. And if there's a third delay, people are going to go, this isn't good. This is like it's it's it starts going downhill. Yeah. And uh, I always say and we always talk about it, but like uh, you got to kind of feel out every game that gets delayed. Yeah. All delays aren't the same. I've literally talked to so many people who just assume if a game gets delayed, it's bad. And I'm like, no, most of the time it's good. Yeah. There's only there's very few moments where a game gets delayed to the point where it's detrimental. And a lot of times that's some kind of like engine thing or transition to the next console or like it got stuck in some kind of development hell for seven years. The company's just having issues anyway. Yeah. If the the game takes seven, eight, nine years, 12 years to come out. Yeah. There's going to be a problem there. That's a lot of time in game years to fucking try and make your original idea translate to 12 years later when the fucking whole industry has changed. Well, who's working on it twice probably by then, you know what I mean? Like how many people have put their hands on it at that point too? Sure. So, yeah, how many hands has it traded? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So th- this this doesn't worry me at all. I, I've talked to a couple people today that seem kind of like, uh-oh, but like not like, oh, shit, this isn't good. But yeah, um, it does have some people go like, oh, man. And I, I get that. But at the same time, and we talk about this all the time on the channel too, I got so many games to play that like if you can push back one of the big games a little bit further um, – and it's not because of something really bad to the game. They just want to make sure it's good. I can wait. I got Ghost Tsushima coming out soon. I got fucking Last of Us Part 2 right now. I got, still got to beat Final Fantasy 7. Um, I got so many games to fucking play. Yeah, I hear you. So, um, also, November, that's like beginning of holiday shopping. Well, and I was also saying, a lot of people are talking about this as well, that that's getting around the time that the new console is going to come out. I'm thinking fall because they keep talking about these games coming out in fall. Yeah, for but sure. They don't have releases for the console. Like your games are coming out in fall though. So if they can make this a cross generational game, which yeah. they plan on doing anyway, but if it launches like that, that's smart because it's almost a launch title at that point. Yep. And that would be a game I would be like, oh yeah, I'm buying that on PS5, not PS4. What the fuck? Or Xbox Series X. Like I'm not buying that on fucking last gen. Yeah, though like I I still get. get the feeling because the way they worded. Um, like being able to get both versions thing that is, is straight up just going to be they're both systems are backwards compatible and it's p- getting patched essentially well yeah no they've already said that if you buy this for any console any of the two consoles yeah. it will work on both which is great to hear but i don't know how quickly that's going to be implemented in with the new consoles i don't know if they're going to have to delay the release of that game working on ps5 or at least the the, the better graphics or whatever the fuck i don't know because i haven't fucking played on the new consoles yeah i don't know either but i, I have a feeling that both of them are going to be day one compatible that's, well at this point for sure yeah. i feel like um so and that's I, just I think it might be but. yeah for sure um and i agree with you um but all in all like fucking cd project red typical cd project red fashion um great communication very respectful of the people they expect money from. This is something EA can learn a lot from. This is something Bethesda <laughs> can learn a lot from. Um, this is why people like CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Is because they fucking, they treat you like a human and they understand you're excited and they understand that there is a fucking relationship between you and them that is financial. Um, 
and they respect that, but they also want to give you a good game, and they want to be very clear about what the fuck's going on. I mean, it's very rare that you get somebody delaying a game and they give you this much info on what exactly they're doing. They're not giving you, like, the details, but they're telling you, the game's done. Yeah. We're working on the fucking, we're working on uh, polishing it up, which is understandable. Like we already discussed, it's an intricate game. I'm sure there's a lot of fucking mind-numbing work that goes into making sure that runs well. Um, so I trust them 100% on this. Um, I have no reason to not. Um, the Witcher 3 was fucking delayed a couple times. I mean, like, it's... it's They make big, ambitious games. And with that... Um, and in the beginning, too, I, I was talking about this earlier as well. They always, from day one, when they fucking uh, start talking about this game, when they start being more open about what they're doing with it, they were very clear about, like... They just want to make this game fucking good. And they were talking early on about like not even wanting to put out like a hard date on when this is going to come out. And they did eventually because you have to. But it always still felt like they're feeling this game out. They mm-hmm. want this game to just be it. You want They want this game to fucking work. You're going to play it, enjoy it. And they want to realize all the things they want to do with it. And so even when they did release that original se- September 17th uh, uh, date or whatever, uh, or delaying it back to that, um, and the date before that, I still have never felt like those were hard dates because what they're doing, um, I do I do believe that they really want this game to please everybody who's excited for it. And of course it won't please everybody, but you want to get most of the people. I feel like they really are trying to make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're taking this game very serious and they should. The hype is some of the biggest hype I've ever seen for a fucking game. Which is crazy because it's just a pen, it's based off pen and paper. Yeah, there's some people who aren't even into cyberpunk and then this game got revealed. People are like, oh, my God, I want that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. You can technically play right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You just don't get graphics. And that's one thing with the original video that we did the reaction to. I think people kind of like uh, enjoyed our reaction because we do have a past with uh, pen and paper and, and cyberpunk, stuff like that, and yeah. enjoying these kind of things. So uh, the, the energy translates the excitement for it. But a lot of people who aren't initiated, I guess, into this already. I know a lot of people who got interested in playing the pen and paper possibly from this game's reveal. They're like, oh, that's neat. There's the pen and paper. I want to play that. I'm like, you should. Um, you know, let your imagination go nuts, man. Yeah. So we, we can talk about this forever, but um, I do I do feel like this is probably one of the best ways to communicate about this. I think it's fine. I'm okay with them releasing this on November 19th um, as long as the game is uh, in good condition and the delay was worth it, which I think it will be. And uh, I, I, I think they're just doing everything correct with this. So uh, I hope people will be understanding. And with this game, I feel like they're, they are. Yeah. People seem to be very, people want this game really bad. And it seems like because it is CD Projekt Red, there's this, it's one of the only developers that people are just like, okay, that's fine. Other developers are like, what the fuck? You keep fucking us over. A joke right there about it. Oh, really? Yeah, Last of Us 2 gets delayed. Person freaking out and crying. Cyberpunk 2077 gets delayed and they're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, last was too delayed. No, what the fuck, Night Dog? What the fuck? Release the game already. Cyberpunk got delayed again. Laugh, laugh my ass off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's different, and that yeah. that just comes down to how the the company, um, the developers, communicate with the with with. It really matters, man. It really fucking matters. All you devs out there going like, I don't understand the hate. Stop being dicks. Yeah. to your community man be like be part of the community yeah. man and fucking people will give you that respect it's evident right there yeah so anyway uh moving over to the next part uh real quick unless you have anything else to no, say no, on no. that um just real quick uh gematsu uh had an interview with somebody 
City Project Red President and Joint CEO Adam uh, Kaczynski answered various questions concerning Cyberpunk 2077's new November 19th release date, compatibility with PS5 and Xbox Series X, and delay for potential expansions in a conference call today. And uh, they have it pretty much segmented. So it says, regarding launching near next-gen consoles, uh, in quotes, first of all, I understand your question as we are feeling good about launching next next to next gen uh, question mark and the second part of the question was would it be more difficult for us to move out of that period to some later timing uh, i mean i'll start and end start from the end uh, we are not considering such a scenario right now as i mentioned we do believe in the november date so we're not building any plans around anything that would mean that cyberpunk would launch uh later than uh november 19th so they're they're confident in that date um, as confident as they could be, I guess. Uh, as for launching next to next gens, uh, we're not worried about it. This generation is different in a way from uh, how uh, the move from PS3 to PS4, from Xbox 360 to Xbox One was happening back in the day in a way that there is a from start, from scratch. Uh, there's a cross-gen compatibility both on PlayStation and Xbox. There's actually a hardware enhancement of the games. So for current-gen games, uh, if there is engineering work done behind them, it will be playable you know from the get-go on both consoles so in fact we look at it more as an opportunity because we're going to be targeting both the owners of the current gen consoles and the next gen consoles which is great and this is something that we've talked about before but these new new consoles are being built from the get-go to their computers essentially be pcs with proprietary <laughs> technology in them um, multiple devs say that they're like oh yeah they're pretty much computers yeah well they said that with the last gen too but yeah. this one specifically it seems like it's just a pc that's powerful and they're turning the graphics up yeah um which is smart uh and we're hoping to be the biggest or the biggest release in that time frame and definitely can you're definitely gonna be the biggest release in the time frame um <laughs> whenever this game comes out you don't want to be in that month uh releasing games uh and we're hoping to be the biggest blah, 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 i read that and definitely can help because there's going to be additional traffic and interest in the video games around the time frame that's perception which is a good point this is releasing around the time of new consoles so there's gonna be a lot of buzz about games in general and if you're releasing cyberpunk the most hyped game in the last like fucking five years easily um they, they might generate new new traffic too mm. which is kind of crazy so it's a weird it's a weird time to release it but i think it might be beneficial do you have anything to say on that part so we don't just no. I, in fact, it just confirms something we brought up in the la in the first half, which was it'll probably just work immediately. And they who pretty much just said that, which so. is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, regarding compatibility and upgrades on next gen consoles, <clears throat> in quotes it says it will be running on both PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five from the launch date. So confirmed, uh, just as it will run on the current Xbox and the next Xbox from day one. I like how it's PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, current Xbox, next Xbox. So that stuff kind of shows the mentality of how Xbox is going like, it's all Xbox. Yeah. This is just better Xbox. Um, <laughs> Have best Xbox. It's all Xbox. You want <laughs> Xbox. You want good Xbox or better Xbox? Up to you. You want batteries in your Xbox or no batteries in Xbox? Um, we're all Xbox. Uh, it will look better on the next generation consoles from day one, the tech technicalities behind it are a little bit different from what the question described but probably no point in going into detail about that and i can confirm this uh, is not the final update at some point we're going to have a more robust update for the next gens that's kind of what i was wondering about uh, which we're planning to give free of charge of course you are uh, to anybody who purchases the ps4 or the xbox one versions uh, but in any case you'll be able to play the game on the next gens from the 19th of november when the game releases and it will look better than on the next gens from the moment 
from that moment. Um, to be honest, we don't know when we will release the more robust update yet, as we haven't decided on a precise date for the next gen. We are sure that we will deliver it next year, uh, but it was not even uh, internally planned for a certain day. So it's hard to say whether there is a potential delay on uh, of the next gen. So, I mean, this pretty much kind of confirms it will be on both uh, day one and you will get an enhancement on the next gen, but it sounds like they have a more robust enhancement that they're going to be adding later, which is kind of what I was kind of talking about earlier. I was kind of wondering if we're going to get the full next gen, because I feel like this game is going to be easily a next gen looking game. But as it stands now, I feel like they're just going to be turning the PC, uh, you know, they're going to give settings. you the PC version. Yeah, they're going to yeah. give you the PC settings at, at max on the next gen consoles. But I feel like, you know, they're going to be able to implement stronger next gen stuff that you're not going to be able to turn up from the PS4 version uh, that they're going to have to add later. So it kind of sounds like that's what they're talking about, which is what I was wondering about. <clears throat> Anything you want to add to that? Or just, okay. Um, Regarding delays of potential expansions and multiplayer, uh, in quotes we have, we haven't specifically mentioned the number of DLCs. We prefer to call them expansions. Uh, I like, I like the uh, the the wording of that. Uh, as the bigger than the typical DLCs. Um, but of course, the fact that the launch of Cyberpunk has been moved will, in proportion, move the release of such potential expansions. Um, man, I just haven't even thought about the idea of expansions for Cyberpunk that much cause, just because I'm ready for, ready for the game. But fucking expansions, that's... Whole campaigns would be amazing. Ooh, that'd be yeah. so fucking sick. Um, and multiplayer, man. Ooh, the, the gift that just keeps giving when this game fucking releases. We have not uh, actually made any specific announcements on what that is planned, uh, but since these are actually being developed, uh, these are not any... These are not any carved out pieces we keep in the drawer. So to say they have to be made, they will happen later. Now, when it comes to the multiplayer expansion, its launch is going to be uh, proportionally delayed as well. Although multiplayer is a bit more distant away. So that's that a bit of a thing of the future. Anyway, this guy's a way of talking kind of. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I get what you're saying, but I feel like this is a really exaggerated way of saying the shit. But also, you got to kind of be careful with what you say. Because if you say something's too specific, you're going to go, ah, and then you're going to be, what's his nuts from Hello Games? Sean. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add to that? No. Okay. <laughs> Update uh, at 9, 10 a.m. The Cyberpunk Twitter account has published the following tweets. We're happy to confirm, cyber, confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 will be backwards compatible with both next-gen consoles. Your PS4 copy of the game will work on PS5 on launch day. Anyone who buys the game on Xbox One will be able to play their copy on Xbox Series X when the console launches too. A later upgrade to Cyberpunk 2077, taking full advantage of the next-gen hardware, will be available for free, uh, which is cool to hear. And I'm glad that they simplified it in a tweet like that. We've pretty much got that information from what he said earlier, but that is just straight up the info, info we know and we've already talked about this quite a bit so i'm going to keep it short um i love that they are releasing this game around the time that new consoles are coming out and that they are at day one allowing you to play it on either or so when i buy my ps5 um i don't have to worry about i mean i do have the ps4 version this is the crazy thing i didn't think about i pre-ordered the ps4 uh super ultimate edition um because that's the only copy at the time uh, I could find. They all sold out really quickly. Maybe there's new copies now. I don't know. But I'm going to get it on PS4. But I was like, I'm not going to play it on my PS4. I'm going to buy it on PC. I, I want to see it at the best graphics. Well, now I know when I get that. And if I do have the PS5, um, I'll be able to play it on there. That's awesome. I didn't plan on that. Yeah. 
So that's going to be a PS5 game I have. Um, very fucking cool. I'm really excited about that. So um, and it's just cool to hear that. And just again, man, I just I love CD Projekt Red. They're such a there's so far still they're such a good company. Um, and the way they communicate and the way they respect the people giving them money, man, they're not they're not trying to nickel and dime you. They're not trying to fucking squeeze every little fucking. I mean, the opposite. Like when Witcher Three came out, they're like seventeen DLCs. Thank you. Oh, here's two fucking huge ass expansions. So when they say we don't like to call them DLCs, we like to call them expansions. Fuck yeah, you do because you make expansions. Yeah, that's awesome. That got me fucking even more pumped for Cyberpunk. I'm like, holy shit! I forgot we're talking about CD Projekt Red who make expansions. Um. Well, and then and the then, multiplayer component. And then when you have something that is based off of pen and paper, like it is really easy to just keep creating stories. Sure. Off of it. Which so, would be awesome. Yeah. Whole new fucking like campaigns, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whatever the multiplayer is going to be like fucking this game. When you purchase it, you know, you have like a long future with this game. For sure. It's not done yet. You got a whole game you get to have your own experience with. And there's going to be more. Yep, coming out, and that's just such a cool fucking idea. It's it's it's. Yeah, I feel like I'm investing in, in, in you know, a, an experience that that a company is 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 there just like ready to fucking um, keep adding to, which is I, I just feel confident buying the game yeah. and knowing I'm going to get more from it. Yeah, and I and you know I, I I'm sure they do get you know some crap. Uh, because it'd be impossible for them not to, but I do feel like the majority of the people waiting for this game um, are generally understanding uh, because of the fact they are constantly communicating. And it kind of sucks because you kind of get this feeling every time they talk about it, they're like nervous to even like say anything ever. That's Uh, like, you don't want to disappoint your good kids. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hey, we're happy. You're like, well, I got some bad news. Like, that's fine. You're like, ugh. (laughs) Every time. like. and that's that's a that's a courtesy they only get. Yeah. Because you look at other devs and there's like, it's delayed. And there was like, fuck you. And they're like, no, fuck you. And it's like, wow, stop everybody. <laughs> like, why? Why are we? I, I will say that, and it, I hate to bring it up, but, fourteens, uh, uh, huge patch got delayed like six plus weeks, and they basically were like, oh, sorry, 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 and everyone was like, yeah, dude, it's cool. That's another community though, that seems really respectful to the also, dev, and the dev seems respectful to them. They talk just to their community, just like DE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, re- it really fucking matters, man. Yeah. It really matters. It's just, it's just there, man. The examples are there, and then there's the opposite examples of going like, "Why are you making a game like this? Fuck you! Don't buy it." Okay. Yeah, I won't. And then they're like, "Hey, you guys want to buy this? Yeah, it's been like three years. I'm sorry, we fixed it. No, feel, fuck you." I feel like those people who get mad super quick like that probably shouldn't be on Twitter. Oh, there are so many companies that should just get the fuck off Twitter yeah. or hire people who are just going to give the info, answer questions, just shut the fuck up. Hire the Wendy's person. If you're going to talk shit, at least be funny. Sure. <laughs> and I, I get people like, wow, from their perspective, I get it. But they're a fucking company. They're trying to sell shit to people. You need good relations. And, and their voice is representing you. So. 100%. Yeah. Like fucking a lot of companies back in the day would have fired somebody saying some of the shit people say Heartbeat. now. Yeah. And now they do it, and then they're confused. They're like, I don't get it. Why is everybody angry? Fuck you. What do you mean you don't get it? Like, it's happened so often. So anyway, I'm not getting into that. Yeah. This is why I appreciate CD Projekt Red, man. They're just, like, really fucking good about communication. For sure. DE, the, the team that works on Final Fantasy fourteen. There's other ones out there, but those oh, are just yeah. three examples of just people who are just like, hey, we're making a fun game. We want you guys to have fun, and we want you to feel like you're having a fair experience playing this, and we want to discuss these things with you, get you hyped for it, and be clear about what's going on with the game. 
I think something else you're going to find in common um, with a lot of those devs too uh, that are following this. There are also people like the Path of Exile people as well. Sure. They're the people who want to make a game they want to play. Yep. Um, and all these people fall into that category as well. And that's really important. So, yeah, they're not making the game going like, you think they're going to spend money on that? What? How can we get more though? Yeah. Once we release it. We don't want to get them angry, but what can we do that won't make them too angry and make them actually spend the money? Yep. And, like, that translates so much. Oh, I watched yeah. the fucking, I did my reaction to the EA thing, and the whole thing was just corporate fucking robot speak and just, pro like, projecting and trying to, like, fucking make you, like, just understand that we're a good company. And Greg. And Greg. And Greg. <laughs> pretty much that, too. It was pretty much that, too. That whole thing was fucking, whew. It was not fun. So anyway, um, stoked for the game. I'm yes. okay with the delay. I think it's fair. I actually think it's an, a really good opportunity for a release day around the next-gen consoles, and they are utilizing that opportunity by going day one. It's going to work on both things, which I fucking love. I love their communication. I love that they're being transparent about everything, and I'm glad that um, they're talking about you know DLCs, expansions, multiplayer, that you're going to be able to play this fucking everywhere. You're not going to get left behind if you buy it on a current-gen console in a time where we are transitioning to new consoles. They know that some people are going to be able to jump over to that and some people aren't. doesn't matter where you purchase it. You're good. Uh, just really cool. Really cool. All around. And, uh, you know, the only thing about this whole situation that kind of sucks, got to wait a little longer, but I can do that. So Minor inconvenience. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Anything else? That's everything. Let us know in the comments what do you guys think. First off, about the delay of this game uh, going back to November 19th. Are you okay with that? Are you not okay with that? Uh, are you in between? You're kind of disappointed. Um, are you upset about it? Let me know in the comments. And uh, what do you think about them releasing this game? It's going to come out, and you're going to be able to play it on uh, both generations of consoles. What do you think about their plans on future expansions and DLCs? What do you think about the severity of this delay? Some people are kind of worried about, like, I think it's a bigger deal. Uh, some people are like, eh, you know, it's just it's just polished. I seem to lean towards they just got to get all. There's so many little things they got to work on that's they want to make sure they're taking the time to get it all squeaky um, fucking clean exactly um <laughs> that's that's their mantra right now in the next coming months they're like squeaky fucking clean squeaky fucking clean and they're working on it um because it's all finished and uh we think about c project red we kind of went on we, we anytime we talk about them we kind of like gush a bit about how they're a good company it seems so um what do you guys think about them and their practices and the way they handle uh talking with their audience as opposed to other developers and uh yeah let me know everything you think about in the comments below but that's gonna do it for this episode of tasty tuesday on tasty loot gaming as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you, if you enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes i just did two recently so make sure to check those out uh check us out on tumblr twitter facebook and tiktok at tasty loot gaming check out our streams links down below uh i just streamed so check those out and uh discord we have a discord link down below as well you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form and uh yeah patreon if you want to support us uh it's appreciated everything that goes in goes right back into the channel um yeah my name's seth i'm chevy until the next episode which i think will be uh cyberpunk related uh hopefully have a good week guys and take it easy